Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. We're on Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. We're also on Dash Radio on the Nothing But Net channel every single weeknight at 7 p.m. Also, make sure you check out Five Reasons YouTube channel, Don O'Daly, every single day, well, during the week anyway, in the afternoon on all the South Florida sports, fivereasonsports.com. Make sure you spell that one out. We do not have a paywall. And check out the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network. And that includes our friend Mark Brown. You got to check him out at marcbrownpa.com. That's marcbrownpa.com. He can do a couple of things for you. Okay. He's based right there in North Lauderdale, just north of Cypress Creek off of Andrews and the Wells Fargo building. But first thing, if you're young with a family, which a lot of our listeners are, you need an estate plan. Make sure you sit down and that your money goes to the places that you want it to go. If something could happen to you, you never know what's going to happen in the next minute, the next day, the next week, the next year. So make sure you're prepared. Reach out to Mark. He'll get you all the forms. It's not an expensive process. He'll walk you through the entire thing. It's 954-566-5678. 954-566-5678. That's markbrownpa.com. But also the other thing you can do, he's got a title company right there in-house. So if you're looking to do a closing right now, we know real estate market is very complicated. What's going on with interest rates and rising prices and maybe soon falling prices. Go to Mark. He will make sure that your closing goes as smoothly as possible and mention five reasons. He'll take care of it for you at a cheaper rate. So again, it's markbrownpa.com, 954-566-5678. And now, tonight's episode. Down uh, five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where here's the thing, you can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buckley said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor plan, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop with one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat, y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, Ethan Skolnick back on Five on the Floor. Here's today's floor plan. I've got, well, three quarters of the crew tonight. We've got Greg Sylvander. You can follow him at Greg Sylvander. i got Alex Toledo. You can follow him at Tropical Blanket. And we're just going to cover one thing tonight, and that's Kevin Durant, because I know that a lot of people feel we've been neglecting them or neglecting this. It's not that. It's just that it's been in a holding pattern. We have been releasing information as we get it on our off the floor feed, which you can find it's it's attached, it's pinned to the top of uh, the Five Reasons Sports Twitter profile. And look, if we had more, <laughs> we would give it to you. We're not holding it back. It's just that, again, the league is in a holding pattern because of Durant, and the Durant situation is in a holding pattern because the Nets are asking for a ridiculous amount from everybody. And that's every report, every national reporter, everybody I've spoken to, everybody Greg's spoken to. That's where this is right now, is that Kevin Durant is holding up the market. You know, today is <coughs> July 11th, right? Today was actually the day eight years ago that LeBron James left Miami, okay? Eight years ago. Everybody talked about the decision, July 10th. Obviously, that was 12 years ago. Eight years ago, that was when uh, he's not even he, got Lee Jenkins isn't even a writer anymore. He's a writer for Sports Illustrated. I was pissed that I didn't get the scoop, um, but I although I did know that he was opting out uh, and basically he just spilled to Lee Jenkins that he was leaving. And that was eight years ago. But everybody was waiting for LeBron to make a decision. OK, until July 11th. This is kind of the same thing. OK, and it's kind of the same as July 10th, 12 years ago. 
everybody's waiting on Durant because there are so many assets that need to be sent to the Nets or somewhere else or multi-team trades that nothing else can really happen in the market until that occurs, okay? Here's what we can tell you. The Miami Heat are extremely interested. That's obvious. We didn't need to tell you that, okay? But it goes beyond that. And Greg, I'll let you jump in here and then with an Alex will as well. It's to the point where really almost nothing else matters <laughs> at no. this stage, right? I mean, that, that's how we both interpreted it. And, and the way that it's been described to me is this is a Pat Riley crusade at this stage. Um, yeah, and, to, and, go ahead. I, I was just going to say to me, um, for them to have PJ Tucker go and essentially just ignore the fact that that was such a, a key cog for them throughout the season and just completely shelve the idea of getting anyone to plug into that position and just go on hold. That means that they feel like they have a real shot here. And also they have some things working in their favor. And one of them is actually what you're referencing about the league being kind of paralyzed that works in the heat's favor right now, because things aren't moving and they're not losing out on pieces because everything is paralyzed, as I said. So I think that they're in a unique position to kind of play this out and see. I don't think that Brooklyn's going to get the return that is being reported and that I don't even know that they necessarily are asking for that much. I think that that's a lot of negotiation through the media. They're going to obviously have a hefty price here, but I just go back to that initial Woj report when this all dropped and they said, that Sean Marks was working with Kevin Durant and his representation to find him a new home. And I just feel like that work together, part of it, it gets lost in the shuffle here. I think that eventually they're going to find him a spot. And um, yeah, it may cost the team a lot, but this whole thing where like they say that, you know, it's going to be like six draft picks and two all-stars. Come on. Like, when does that ever happen? It's not going to happen. now. Well, I think people are, um, they're extrapolating what happened with other players to this. And all of these situations are different. So they're looking at the Rudy Gobert situation and they're saying, well, why wouldn't Kevin Durant command more than Rudy Gobert? But again, they're extenuating circumstances here. Um, first thing, and again, I'm not diminishing Durant as a player because he's still a top five player. He's 34 years old. He's going to be 38 at the end of that contract. Okay. The Nets have very little leverage in my view. Okay. They really, they, they, I mean, they could tell Kevin, we're not trading you just be a malcontent to the start of the season, but they're not going to do that. I, I, I just don't think that's in their interest. They just dealt with the Kyrie thing all of last year, and now they've got that up in the air as well. So I, every circumstance is different. Just because if one player is traded for this much doesn't mean a player of superior quality is going to be traded for that much or more. That's the first thing. Here's the other things that are working in the Heat's favor. And again, I, I'm not saying this is going to happen, okay? And none of us are reporting that. But the other things that are working in the Heat's favor are this, okay? One is... Kevin Durant likes this coach and I've been pushing this, but I've been hearing more and more of this lately. We know that picking the coach in Brooklyn was meaningful to Durant. He wanted, they, he and Kyrie wanted Steve Nash because essentially they could kind of push him around and they respected him as a player. Right. But there's built in respect for Spo that goes beyond that. And I very easily today, I mean, I knew this, but I unearthed a lot of stuff on the internet, stuff that Durant has said over the years about Eric Spolster unprovoked. I went back through some of my stuff, some of the clips from the 2012 finals that I covered with the heat in Oklahoma city, when basically he gushed about Eric Spolster more than LeBron did during that series. Um, again, unprovoked. Okay. 
There's an interview, 2016, that I've talked about their meeting where Eric Spolstra gave the presentation, just like he did to Gordon Hayward, but he gave the presentation to Kevin Durant and he said, he basically showed him spots on the floor and he said, this is where you're, same thing he did for LeBron. He said, this is where we're getting, you're getting your shots. This is where we can get you your shots. I remember Durant, I think it was also with Lee Jenkins in Sports Illustrated. It might've been, or maybe it was with somebody else detailed that meeting and how impressed he was with Spolster. Then after that meeting in 2016, 2017, he was on a podcast with Bill Simmons where he called Eric Spolster the most underrated coach in the NBA and has been for the past six years, unprovoked. Then Spolster worked obviously with a group that went against Team USA, familiarity there. Eric's been in line on all of that. And then beyond that, okay, there's two other interviews that Durant had where he spoke very glowingly about Spolstra. And of course, Spo was the coach of Team Durant. Okay, not that he had to do anything during that, but there was more interaction there. Also, we know Bam has a good relationship with Eric. Okay. And so I think that has translated as well. So I'm not saying a guy just picks a place because of the coach. And I'm not saying that the Heat will have enough compensation to make the Nets happy. But I am saying there are a lot of reasons why the Heat think that they're in this. And I think one of the reasons is. I don't think that any of the other packages that are going to be offered are that much better than Miami's. And what I would watch, and now I'm going to pivot to Alex on this, what I would watch again is the DeAndre Ayton situation. Because if Ayton ends up signing with Indiana, which has been discussed, he is really the best piece that's been discussed in terms of a guy you could say, former number one pick, needs a chance to maybe have his own team eventually. And you can sell that a little bit as you rebuild. Plus, you got Mikel Bridges, and Phoenix obviously has some other pieces, and they've been signing guys uh, to possibly make a trade. If Ain ends up signing with Indiana, to me, that's a tell that this is getting serious. This is similar, going back to 2014, to when David Griffin signed a bunch of low-level guys, and it was like, everybody's like, okay, wait a second, what's going on here? Okay, and he was clearing a path for Braun. Um, I feel like some of that, the Ayton move is the one that I would watch. Alex, I will go to this. To you, is... <laughs> What is the best package that another team could offer to a place that Kevin say, would actually go? So that's the thing. That's the caveat, right, is how willing is he to play on teams that aren't the two listed, right, that we know, the Suns and the Heat? Because if, it, if it's really just those two teams, I believe in that, in that original tweet, it was that the, the Suns and the Heat were two of the teams mentioned, but, yes, but the, you're right. the only – teams uh, specifically mentioned, but that there were other teams he was willing to play for. If he is willing to play for uh, a team like the Raptors, which by the way, you know, a lot of people have pointed this out, but again, I, I do think it's not nothing. Uh, you know, the same fan base that cheered him on. I mean, that, that cheered when he tore his Achilles in the finals. And, you know, he was also caught in an interview with Serge Ibaka when, you know, you know, Serge Ibaka has his whole YouTube thing uh, where they cook or whatever. KD said that, you know, he doesn't really blame him. It was just heat of the moment. They didn't know that he had torn his Achilles or whatever. They, you know, they'd never been to the finals, et cetera, et cetera. So I don't know how much KD actually is, you know, uh, thinks about that kind of stuff. But if he's willing to play on a team like the Raptors, a team like the Celtics, they can definitely, I think, offer theoretically better packages. Now, that's the thing, right? Because we've seen the Celtics in the past linked to a bunch of stars and they don't trade a Brown or a Tatum. Right. They don't even offer those guys. Uh, so I think now after getting so close, I don't know if they're going to break that up. It's just if I was looking at it from a Celtic standpoint, for example, like I understand how close you got with that build. 
the idea of switching out Jalen Brown, obviously whatever else you got to throw in there, like Marcus Smart, a bunch of picks, some swaps probably, and having KD and Tatum with that defense around them. They're not doing it. They're not going to do it. I just, if I'm looking at it from their perspective, like I don't know how you don't do that, to be honest, but maybe that's too, too KGM of me. I'm just trying to point out situations where it's like they could offer something in theory that's better, whereas the Raptors, it would be a, a, a package around Scotty, uh, Gary Trent to fill out the money, who's a good player, uh, and probably another piece like maybe OG, perhaps Fred Van Vliet. I think one of those two guys would probably be the other piece as well as picks. So those are the ones for me. And then you, people have mentioned the Pelicans as a sleeper team who could potentially offer Brandon Ingram as well as other stuff in the package with a bunch of picks. We know they have a bunch of those. Uh, the Grizzlies were in that uh betting odds list like for a while close to the top i don't know why i think maybe they may have made jesus made an offer and you know people well, they have out, i mean but they- i don't i don't think that's gonna happen either so what i'm saying is i don't know which one of these teams he's actually down to play for uh and if the heat really do think that they're still in this that makes me think that they may be working on other creative ways to try to facilitate a deal where everybody's happy because it can't just be that same package we've seen flown out a million times uh, of Kyle, Tyler, a bunch of picks, Jovic, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right. I think perhaps facilitating, you know, just things going through my head, guys who are restricted free agents, whether it's an, whether it's an Aiden or a guy like Colin Sexton, right. Maybe that's a, a young guy that can be thrown into a deal where it's like a young team that's rebuilding is be, uh, willing to pay him. The Cavs who want to can be, can get back a winning player in return. Maybe somebody like Duncan Robinson, Perhaps somebody like Joe Harris, you know what I'm saying? Teams that other, I mean, players that other teams are, are willing to throw out. So I just think like a lot of this is in flux because of KD where, you know, you have these restricted players who uh, may or may not get thrown into the deal here. And and as much as I get like that, the whole thing where people specifically he fans getting excited with uh, Aiden potentially signing that offer sheet, which makes it, I think, impossible for him to be a part of a sign and trade. Uh, the Suns could theoretically match it if they just, you know, are cool with him signing to four years. I don't know if they're going to do that rather than five, but they could do that in theory. And on top of that, let's say that it, it completely closes out the Suns option, right? That makes it way more likely that he goes east, whether it's the Heat or not. So that's why it's a little bit scary to me if I'm a Heat fan, right? Because it's like, if it's not the Heat, he's going to end up in the conference and Boston is just the worst case scenario. First thing, I, I do think that some of those teams we shouldn't overlook. I, I think Memphis is interesting. They, they have a lot of pieces. I don't know if the market would appeal to him necessarily, but I think playing with Ja could potentially appeal to him. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game? I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I've benefited from therapy. I went through some life changes, major life events, had some difficulties, wasn't a believer in therapy, but it helped me and it can help you also. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Miami Heat today 
to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Miami Heat. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. I like the Pelicans one. I, I the Pelicans. There's there's some fascinating teams out there. I don't think it necessarily has to be East Toronto. Um, here's the thing about Toronto. They've done this already. Uh, you know, they, they can sell to him. We did it with Kawhi. We brought him in. We won a championship the first year. They'd still have compelling players on that roster. Obviously, Scotty Barnes is the guy I would think that Brooklyn would want back in a trade. And, and you know, that's where that would go. After the break, Greg's got some questions here. Uh, but I, again, uh, the fact that the Heat are hanging in this thing as long as they are, I don't feel like this is the fool's gold of say 2016 where they met with KD and they let Dwayne rot. Okay. And then they signed white side. They didn't have any, have any direction. They have real players on the roster. Now they didn't have real players on the roster then to sell to Kevin. So this is different. They've got, they've got real players. They've rebuilt the thing again. There's no question in my mind. This is an attractive situation to him. The, the question is, can you, can he force his way somewhere to one of the two or three spots that we know he does want to go and does Miami have enough in salary and other options. But you know, obviously that Andy and, and Pat and this group will do everything they possibly can to accomplish it. But I just want to get back to the one thing here before we get to these questions and we'll do these rapid fire after the break, which is this is been described to me as a crusade for Pat Riley. And, 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 and I've said repeatedly since the off season started, that this was not going to be sentimental Riley. This, this is, we were got cutthroat Riley back. There is a window. The window is Jimmy's window. The window is Pat's window running this organization. They got close. He knows they're not close enough. We were going to do a whole other episode tonight about how they've slipped against some other teams in the East. Boston has gotten significantly better. Brogdon and Gallinari, you know, provided health for either make them significant. They, they, they fill two roles that that team needed filled this year. And that team still got all the way to the finals. Milwaukee has added a good player in Joe Inglis and Ingles, and they got they, they should have their big three healthy next year. Um, and they don't lose anybody of significance that, you know, the, the, the conference Philadelphia Harden has made it easier for Philly to sign players and they've added PJ Tucker. So that was the yeah, episode we're gonna do tonight, but the heat know that they know that marginal improvement is not what this is about right now. I think Pat's going for broke. Honestly, that's, that's how this doing this for 25 years. That's how this feels to me. And this is, you know, he didn't have to trade Glenn Rice when he showed up, okay? He didn't have to trade Glenn Rice. That was his best player. He traded Glenn Rice because Zoe was available, and that was a foundation piece. Every time he's had to do that, he's done it. And at this time, I, I absolutely feel they feel it's worth the wait. If they slip to seventh in the conference because they're waiting, I think they're okay with it. I, I th Their thing is we're going for a title uh, now. All right, I do want to tell you about another great sponsor, Five Reasons Sports Network, and then we're going to let Greg jump in here with with some questions as long as i can find what i'm looking for i can if you've got a disaster water cleanup of florida that's where you got to go they're based in boca raton they do a great job for you any kind of disaster fire mold water whatever it is water cleanup of florida is there for you 24 hours a day michael and his team take care of everything for you they're a licensed building contractor they provide the a to z service and the one-stop shopping that the busy, busy homeowners and business owners require. There's no need to bring in other contractors. They'll handle it all for you. So reach out to Water Cleanup of Florida. 
and I'll make it easy for you. If you got any kind of disaster, reach out to Michael on his personal cell. It's 954-579-0356. We referred plenty of people there already. Mention five reasons. 954-579-0356. Water Cleanup of Florida. You can also find them on Instagram or at watercleanupflorida.com. If you've got the schmutz, they got the guts. All right, we're going to do this thing rapid fire here. Let's get to it. I do want to mention also we got a prize picks, uh, uh, basically uh, promotion this week, giving away three T-shirts, three T-shirts, okay, to people who sign up for prize picks using the code five, F-I-V-E, your initial deposit gets matched up to $100 and you're in the line for a free T-shirt. We don't think we're going to get 100 people to do this. So your odds are pretty good, okay? So go to prize picks, use the code five. You can download it from the app store, uh, either Google Play or or the Apple App Store, or go to prizepicks.com. All right, Greg, go for it. All right, I'm putting you guys on the spot. Um, Ethan, would you trade Bam Adebayo for Kevin Durant? Rapid fire. Yeah, I would. I would yeah. Yeah. Alex, go. I love how you had to uh, remind Ethan there. <laughs> well, I never get the chance to fire. do that. It's always him doing that for us. Alex's so. rapid yeah, no. fire is three hours. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm jealous. I didn't get to do it anyways in a vacuum. Yeah. But that's the other creative. No, 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 no. That's it. That's, uh, no, that, that's yeah. the okay. Oh, so here's the next one. Okay. Um, would you assume the risk and the contract of either Joe Harris or Ben Simmons to um, kind of I guess if you, let's say you don't have the assets to get a deal done and that's how you can level the playing field by taking on salary of a guy like that. Are either of you open-minded to that possibility? Yes, absolutely. Always, they've liked Joe Harris for a long time, by the way. So, yeah. I was going to say that the Simmons thing doesn't sound like something they would pursue, but um, you know, maybe oh, I'm wrong about clutch. that for all I know they like him. Oh yeah, that's right. The whole clutch thing too. Yeah. I don't see that, but Joe Harris definitely makes sense. Like he's just like a, a better version of Duncan. So, well, not, 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 and not he's on a way Duncan. shorter deal than Duncan, right? Yeah. But, but health, health has been an issue, but, but I'll say this about Joe yeah. Harris and I got to know Joe pretty well in Cleveland during his rookie year. He's always wanted to play in Miami also. Mm -hmm. So I, I think he would oh. be open to it. Um, I, I he used to ask me about the heat all the time. Um, but, but the, but the other thing about Joe too, is, um, they like him as huh. a physical defender. And I know that one of the comps that was made to me for Struess was Harris. And, and that they, they saw some, some Harris and Struess in terms of some physicality on defense and things like that. So uh, yeah, they like him. Simmons is uh, – look, I know Pat likes that talent. I, I mean, just – he's a type of – I mean, Pat started a six-foot-nine point guard. <laughs> Are you guys buying if, if the Bam out of bio defensive solve because you have to ship him out in this deal is Ben Simmons. Are you buying that or are you selling I, I, that? I, I, Greg, I hate that. Can he we get like, sued by me saying that <laughs> you, you could, I, I hate that he doesn't really like basketball. I, that's problematic, but, and the clutch thing is problematic, but I mean, it's Kevin Durant. I, I, I mean, he's a number he's, and Ben Simmons is a former number one overall pick of the draft. Like, I don't know if anybody could fix him. Maybe this organization can fix him. I'm not really sure, but yeah, I would. Oh I, man. The answer, the answer I is didn't yeah. even think about that agenda right there. They, they Maybe they take on Simmons, not because they like him, not because they want to deal with clutch again, just because they're like, you know, this would be one of the biggest development accomplishments that we could just turn this guy all the way back up. I mean, there's raw material there. I mean, the guy is ultra skilled. He's just, Everything but before I talk myself into this, this is not perfect. Four not next to right. Bam, 
No, yeah. but like not exactly. Oh, not ex- Bam yeah. wouldn't be there. Bam wouldn't be there. Instead no, of Bam, it's this is sick. This, <laughs> this is so so hold hold on, I got a couple more. I promise right. we're gonna we're gonna get these done here. If they traded Bam out of bio, do you guys think they'd have to also include Tyler Hero? Probably. I think so. I'm sure they 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 try to to keep Tyler in that scenario where we're safe. we're getting Bam. That means they they got pushed to the edge. They were obviously able to facilitate uh, uh, you know another team for Simmons. Perhaps you get Harris, but if you get the Heat to throw Bam on the table and KD is still okay to play on the Heat without Bam, then yeah, I could definitely you know they'll probably do it. That's it. Like Bam is the is the probably the biggest point here. Like it's like if it takes Tyler Hero at that point. Or it's he goes somewhere else, then I think you got to do it. But maybe you know, with the bam in the on the table, it might be just by itself better than the other packages. Who knows? Depends on who's on the table, right? Because I think like the Nets would probably prefer Scotty Barnes just because of you know he he's a rookie of the year. What is he? 19, 20 years years old. Where Bam is already on his max deal, right? But that's just me kind of speaking in theory, like. I highly doubt Bam is even on the table right now. If I, you know, that's just me guessing. I think Bam. I think Bam would be on the table if he had to be on the table. I think that's. I. Hmm. That's, we. If he had to be, look. Obviously, they don't. Jimmy's play. on the table. That I'm not saying. Just doesn't even make sense. Like I don't like, think. Like if KD said, "I want to go play with Bam." KD, I say guess that. that doesn't make KD's sense. KD's not going to say that. <laughs> All right. Well, he wants to play with Jimmy Bam and Kyle. That concludes my questions, folks. He wants to play with Jimmy Bam and Kyle, remember. He wants to play with everybody. He wants to play with Curry, Draymond, and Clay too. Can can I ask you guys one question and we'll close here? And and again, thanks for- I'd rather you end up back on the Warriors and the Celtics, just to point out. He can't join the Warriors again. I just want a title. Prize picks, use the code five, water cleanup of Florida, our friend markbrownpa.com. I also should mention- uh, just for the heck of it, you get $20 if you go to betteredge.com backslash five reasons. Do the peer-to-peer betting. It is legal. Better Edge with an O in there. Bettoredge.com backslash five reasons. You get 20 bucks uh, to play uh, using our code. Um, let me ask you this question. And this is more of a philosophical question, so I don't want more than 30 seconds. I'm going to another time. Do you guys like the mercenary approach of the heat? Does it feel... Because we've had this conversation before, you know, they could have built an 0304 with that team. I don't know how they would have maxed out. They end up getting Shaq. They win a championship. They cash in. Everybody feels good about it. They're trying to build with Dwayne, who is who is homegrown. Essentially, they have they bring in LeBron and Bosch. They win. I mean, Jimmy's brought in from somewhere else, but this still feels like an organic build. It was Bam. It was Tyler. It was Duncan. It's all these other guys that they've they've nurtured. If you can't, let me just do this in 30 seconds. If you cash in basically all of your chips, but Jimmy for Kevin Durant, does it have the same meaning for you as if this team got over the hump? I'm just curious how, from because I'm, I'm so far removed from this. Greg, you so yeah. No, so, and I'll be quick here. Um, if they, if you get to the mountaintop, absolutely. It matter. It, it counts just as much. And there's just no negating that whatsoever. But I will say this. And it's important to to mention this, that I think part of what has made it acceptable for the Heat to operate the way that they did is that they had a common thread throughout it all, and it was Dwayne Wade. And 
this is a different type of build. And I think that it's important to have that commonality where it is the Jimmy Butler build to your point, Ethan. And like, if it takes that you swap the entire roster around him and then the next season you were to win a championship, like you would have done right by this particular build. I agree though. There was, there was something really gratifying about the way that they were cultivating these younger players bam was ascending tyler was ascending it was just different the heat had not built it that way before so i think fans were embracing that part of it embracing the draft more than ever so it would be different but come on man titles we're talking titles and that's what it's about right like i just think it's always about the titles they've made that clear to the public for so long right like they don't shy away from you know, when the season ends, despite how far they get, we just saw it now. They were a shot from the finals, like we repeated over and over. And we still saw Pat Riley go out there and get on the mic a few weeks later, however long it was, and talk about, like, you know, if a guy is out there, uh, you know, send him to me or whatever that quote was. And, and other – there's been so many instances, right, throughout Pat Riley's tenure where he's made that clear that that's, that's what they do, right? When that path is there for them, when it makes sense – they're, if they think that's what it takes to raise the ceiling and get to where they want to get to, which is championships, they'll do it. And I just think, like, even though, you, you know, the case can definitely be made that if you were to give up everything that isn't Jimmy for Kevin Durant, it might not mean as much, quote unquote, as, you know, just kind of running it back with a similar roster, except with a PJ replacement, something like that, and retooling from there and getting over the hump. I just think that's so much tougher. And I think, like we were going to talk about, like you mentioned earlier, a lot of these other teams got better. And we didn't even mention the teams in the West, like the Nuggets and the Clippers, who are getting their stars back from injury. Uh, other teams got better. Not that the Timberwolves are a championship contender. You know, it's just a lot of teams now, right? Just uh, I think the alternatives are not anywhere close, right? For as much as I have been trying to defend against always needing to make moves and stuff like that, it, I think it was more for me about specifically the way that Heat fans handled it, where it's like as soon as they got eliminated, they went to that right after it happened. It felt a little bit disrespectful to the current roster. But as it stands right now, we've seen how this has played out. P.J. Tucker is not here anymore. Uh, I just think the alternative comes nowhere close to being able to trade for a Kevin Durant or a Donovan Mitchell type, right? Like it's always about that. And so even if it's a, it feels a little morally weird, right? You know, we talk about the basketball gods. We, we joke about that, but. Um, I think they got to do what it takes and that's what they're about. I'm with you guys on this. I, I just, to me, this is uh, usually I'm the sentimental one on this stuff and, and keep building, but this is Kevin Durant. You make the move and, and I, you know, if you can make the move and everything, you know, basically, but Jimmy Butler and hopefully Bam Adebayo is on the table. Um, you know, hopefully not on the table. I'm saying everybody, but those two guys hopefully is on the table, but, I gave you my answer on Bam as much as I am an admirer of him and, and his future. Um, thanks to our sponsors, Prize Picks, Water Cleanup of Florida, Better Edge, and also Mark Brown. Uh, we will give you more podcasts as they come. As we have information, we will give it to you. Thank you for listening to The Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, 
the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Mike Rowe here with a few thoughts on my favorite sweatshirt. A classic zip-up hoodie that used to be navy blue, but has since faded to what the fashionistas call a distressed indigo. It's 13 years old, soft as a flannel bathrobe, and after a few hundred dirty jobs, demonstrably and undeniably indestructible. This is the kind of sweatshirt girlfriends like to permanently borrow, but I've held on to this one because I got it from American Giant. American Giant makes all their stuff right here in the USA so they can control every link in their own supply chain. That matters, because when you buy American Giant, you not only get great quality, you create jobs for people in factory towns all over the country. No pressure, but if you give a damn about the business of making things in America, you got to support the companies who are doing it right. Go to American-Giant.com slash Mike to get 20% off your first order. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike.